if we run short, then um, we can skip Haunter Hoax. Well. Because <laughs> you didn't do one. I never do one. <laughs> Why do we even bother with the segment? I don't know. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, we this don't have to do Hunter. Usually, usually, I think about it and don't do it. This time, I legitimately forgot. That's okay. Oh, so you purposely don't do it? Yeah, no, often. I, I go, it's, oh, I have to do that. And it actually I, takes me the longest amount of time to do Hunter Hoax. Okay. I don't like it either. Also, so let's not do it anymore then. Okay. You know what? Maybe mm-hmm. every so often I'll surprise you with one. And you'll be really proud of me. Okay. Every so often, maybe I'll surprise you with one, too. Yeah, but you always do it. You're so good. Um, hold on. I'm putting my phone on. You can see my nips through this sweatshirt. Okay. And it's a sweatshirt. But <laughs> <laughs> you, got a, you know you got a problem when yeah. you can see your nips through a sweatshirt. I mean. Damn. I don't wear any bras that have any padding or even lining, yeah. though. They're, like, just lace. That's all I do, though. Yeah. See, we talked about this one time. Not on a podcast, uh, but no, I gotta have the. Li- I, I'm terrified of my nipples. <laughs> like, oh, oh, so you have lining? And I stuff. do lining. Yeah, yeah, none for me because we're just French lace. Yeah, baby. see, we're both we're both you know well endowed, well endowed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I need the padding or anything. It's right. just that I'm terrified of a cold room. Yeah, and I'm always cold. Uh-huh. And then you know, like when you're like see ghosts all the time you get chills randomly yeah. even when it's hot out ghosts make my nipples hard <laughs> give me a sweatshirt that says that <laughs> uh, hi how are you i'm good i was just checking out my nipples again yeah they're not that bad right now Same. but when i first put this on i, I was like oh good morning nips <laughs> <laughs> um um, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, oh, I want to tell you something super exciting. Okay. And also frustrating and also like, what? Is it going to make my nipples hard? Yes. Okay. Very. So I just came from a one-year-old birthday party. Right. In a park and it was real sweet and stuff except my allergies are going nuts right now. And, um, and it's my, one of my best childhood friends and, and, uh, she lives in, um, like West LA. Okay. In, like, in an apartment building where a lot of, like, old, those old, old, ginormous mansions are. And, oh. um, but they're kind of deserted and eerie. And it's where the American Horror Story house is. Oh, right. And, uh, it's, like, around the corner from her. So this, uh, this black SUV is pulling up to the park. And, uh, my friend goes, the mom of the baby, she's like, oh, the people who just got here don't say anything to them about it, but um, they live in the American Horror Story house. Shut up. And I was like, this is like putting an addict in, in an, at an open bar mm-hmm. alone and going, don't touch anything. Don't even sniff the alcohol. Don't even look don't, at it. Don't even think about it. Awful. I was like, <laughs> the mom was like, oh boy, she's going to explode. Because <laughs> like, I was like, What? And they got out of the car and they, they speak with, I think they're British or they've got some kind of like European accent and they were beautiful and obvious. And the reason why my friend was like, don't bring it up to them. She's like, because, you know, they're. They're in the middle of a lawsuit. Oh, yeah. That's I know it. this because well, I shared it on our Instagram. But she said they'd been living there a long time. And when was it just recently purchased? Because I saw it on the Instagram page. 
Um, I don't know. I, I don't was know. a little confused. But anyway, I just, instead of talking to them, just stared at them the entire time thinking about, like, they have, like, a child, the little baby. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That baby is going to see so many ghosts. It has no I mean, idea. You know what I would have done? What? I would have just gone and chatted with them and just been like, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah, you know, we're looking to buy houses. You guys don't live around here, do you? Right. And just like pretend bring... like you didn't know. Or simply, then... like, be like, oh, so how do you know the fa- the the birthday girl? You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, we live right by them. Oh, cool. In the apartments or the, the house? damn i'm like girl you know i you know ghosts are my life like how could like yeah don't talk to them about it that was rude but they live in the american she's she's like oh my god i totally forgot i just didn't want you to bring it up because like they have a lot of money and i didn't want them to think that you guys were like trying to ask about how rich they were (laughs) (laughs) yes ghost diggers So instead, I was just like shaking to tell you. I was like, I can't wait to tell Tammy that I that I saw. I didn't get to meet them though, but oh, I God, saw. I bet they smelled like ghost. <sighs> they could have been ghosts themselves. They they looked like like rock royalty, you know, like rich, mm. but and like too cool and like yeah, it was pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. So anyway, well, that's, that's where fun. I just came from yes. Um, very excited about what you brought today. Well, you guys. Oh, hey, this is Banshees and Booze. Oh, yes, the paranormal podcast with a shot of liquid courage. Uh, I like that we've just fallen into that. We've we've never discussed that, by the way. It just it just happened. Well, because we don't we don't have a hard start either. That's the thing. Yeah, it's just that we just start rolling. I mean, and we I chat. have a hard start, but uh, <laughs> this is the afternoon have a hard, for hard one. Nip so. start. I know. Right? Um, yeah. Oh my god, we're recording at three p.m. I gotta either do first thing in the morning or last thing at night. Yeah. My energy in the middle of the day is. <laughs> you should talk to your doctor about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. The sound of flaccid energy. Uh, it happens. Mm. It's not your fault. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, normal. Yeah. So this this episode, um, we're doing haunted movie sets. So excited! And um, so the story, the set that I will be sharing a story about is the set of Poltergeist. So this time, it seems like I'm being lazy, but I swear I'm not. We are having a glass of this house wine is clean. Is that from Poltergeist? Because I've never seen it. Didn't I, I tell you I never saw it? was having such a boner about how much you were going to laugh over this name. <laughs> and I'm it sorry. wasn't until I was halfway through saying it and I saw the blank look on your face <laughs> that I was like, wasted. <laughs> That's always a look I have on my face. I know, but just, mm. I just need you to trust me. That is okay. one of the, there are two very famous lines from Poltergeist. Okay. That's one of them. This house wine is clean. Well, not with wine. It's this house is clean. Oh, and man, sometimes. I also consider doing their beer. (laughs) Okay, that wine I know. Oh, that's from Poltergeist. It is. They're here. Exactly. (gasps) 
Jesus. But we Christ. had beer last week. So. We had we did beer. Now we're do- this is great. And can we just say that the wine yeah. is Ghost Pines, which and it's eerie. This bottle's creepy. Which I picked it because it was Delicious. the only on theme wine I could find. It was well over twenty dollars. I'm furious about it, but uh, it's good though. It is good. There I, is a difference between. I was gonna. What I was gonna do was I was gonna buy. There's a there's a brand called House Wine. Oh. And then I realized I think they only sell it at Trader Joe's, and I had already committed to Ralph's. So, mm. oh, this was at Ralph's. Yeah, on a, on a Sunday, you don't just one does not simply drop by a Trader Joe's on Sunday afternoon. Oh God! So no. I was like, I've committed to this. I'm yeah. gonna have to buy Ralph's. Well, I appreciate it. And do you know on the it's called Ghost Pines. This actually sounds scary. The Martini family developed the land into a vineyard, which they named Ghost Pines as a tribute to the native gray pines, which at dusk appear to hover solitary and ghost like throughout the coastal valleys. Thanks for doing our job for us back of the Ghost Pines bottle. <laughs> it's really good wine though. Yeah. There is such a difference. I stopped buying cheap wine because, like, I read that there's, like, a little hints of arsenic and, oh, like, absolutely. awful, awful things in them. Sure. And so I'm like, oh, shit. And I took I'm heading little, for like... an early grave anyway, so I'll, <laughs> I'll stick with my barefoot, <laughs> my barefoot wine. Wine that comes out of a ginormous jug yeah. that is the color of cranberry juice is not to be trusted. See, what's funny is I drink shitty cheap wine. Out of my crystal Rydell glasses, and we're drinking this nice wine out of little plastic, plastic cups. <laughs> you know what? It tastes better that way, though, doesn't it? I mean... Well, that's what the thing is. You've got to drink the cheap shit out of the fancy shit so that you feel like it's fancy. I definitely have, like, yeah. one of those sets where you aerate it as well. Oh, yeah, So I'll yeah. be, like, aerating my two-buck chuck. <laughs> mm, let's let it breathe, you guys. Really get that arsenic coming through. <laughs> Honestly, if I die of arsenic poisoning from drinking too much cheap, cheap wine, wine, that's a lot of cheap wine. That's kind of a way to go. Mm, yeah. You won't feel a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Except for party. <laughs> um, so, you know, you mentioned, like, so you did poltergeist and stuff. And so I did The Conjuring, mm-hmm. which was, um, I, I have not watched it. And I now I feel stupid. Like shitty because I just did research on a movie I've never seen. I've always wanted to, but you know, I don't watch scary movies. I think the last scary movie I ever saw, well, Get Out was a little scary, but it was like more psychological than it wasn't like a ghost horror movie. Yeah. It's hard for me to watch them because my reality is that I do have so many paranormal and creepy ass encounters that I believe everything I see and hear. So if I watch these movies, I'm up for years yeah. thinking about them. I still think about The Shining. I saw it when I was 10 years old. Mm. Like, I, I, I'm so bad with scary movies. So. I love scary movies. And in contrast, I was doing my research about Poltergeist, and I literally rented it on Amazon Prime and watched oh it God, last oh night. Oh, my god! I watched it last night, and, I'll, well, I'll tell you all about it. But uh, you should go first. Yeah. Because I went first last time that we had a firsting going. Yeah, and I'm going to read off our... Um, her up goes and personal at the end, so That's now you don't have I to hear my to voice too much. Thank you. I forgot to check in with you about that, and you did it. You're so responsible. Is, yeah. Um, uh, would you like me to give the plot of The Conjuring? I have it right here. Okay, great. I wasn't sure. That's I was part of my research. Okay, great. Perfect. Um, I'm going to take a little sip, and I'm going to lean back just, and just learn. I'm very excited because- relax, and let your mind go. I, know so, I knew so much about the poltergeist- 
set, uh, and that's mm. why I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I learned more, but I knew nothing that the Conjuring set had issues. So it did. I'm so into it. Yeah, it's exciting. Well, I also didn't know that this was uh, inspired by, or that this is the same as Amityville Horror House. Like that's the same house. Uh-huh. See, I didn't, I know so little about the topic we speak of nonstop. It's so ridiculous, See, right? Because I'm obsessed with the two of them, Ed and Lorraine. Oh, like, it's they're real the cool. Best. I so. really want to see these movies because I know that they're actually supposed to be very good as well. They they're are. Just, they like, actually are part. very good. Yeah, yeah. Like Vera Farmiga is amazing, oh. and like, yeah. I mean, and it's a cool story. So it's um. So The Conjuring is based on the true story. Um, about Roger, a family in the 1970s, Roger and Carolyn Perrin, they moved into a farmhouse in Rhode Island with their five daughters and their dog, Sadie. Um, Sadie refused to enter the house. And, um, one of the children while playing a game of hide and clap, what the fuck is hide and clap? Uh, Hide and seek? Yeah. But for rich people. Oh, where you're just like, come out. I don't want to come look for you. Just come (laughs) out now. Um, they were playing hide and clap and, uh, the child during this game found a boarded up entrance to a cellar. So paranormal events immediately started occurring within the first few nights. This is the real story, not the movie set. Um, the clocks all stopped at exactly 3.07 a.m. And Sadie, the dog, was found dead in the backyard. You know all of these things I knew nothing about I'm sorry. I, I'm literally sitting over here going, uh-huh. I'm glad uh-huh. you are, though, because I know yeah. I'm, I'm correct. I'm so excited. Because uh, there's so many sources. Yeah. Um, so one night in bed, uh, one of the daughters encountered a malevolent spirit that only she can see. And it prompted – the spirit prompted her to claim – wait. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that the this, the spirits want the family dead, basically. Um, another night, Carolyn, the mom, hears clapping in the hallway. So hide and clap. Hide, and, hide clap. and clap. When she goes to investigate, she follows the noises, gets trapped in the basement. And at the same exact moment she gets trapped in the basement, two of her daughters upstairs are attacked by a spirit on top of the wardrobe. Seems like this wardrobe comes up a lot. Um, so Carolyn decides to contact Catherine demonologists, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Woo! Woo! They... Ed and Lorraine discover that the house once belonged to an accused witch named Bathsheba. Thank you. Bathsheba. Who sacrificed her weak old child to the devil and killed herself in 1863 after cursing all who would take her land. So... Anyone who lives in that farmhouse is fucking screwed. Uh, sound familiar, Petronia? <gasps> yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm I'm probably in love with all women who curse the land. I mean, and it works yeah. too, man. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I was afraid to be at that party Goals. in the park today. I was like, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> they um they find reports of numerous murders and suicides that happened in this house since um. Uh, all the houses that had been built on this witch's property. So to gather evidence, Ed and the rain placed cameras and bells around the house. They, uh, they see one of the daughters, Cindy, sleepwalking into another daughter's bedroom. And from the EVPs coming from the radio, they hear a spirit luring Cindy into the wardrobe where she reveals a secret passage inside. Lorraine, the um, investigator, enters the passage and falls through the floorboards to the cellar where she sees the spirit of a woman whom Bathsheba, how do you say it? Bathsheba. Bathsheba had long ago possessed and used to kill her child. So this witch spirit possesses people and gets them to kill 
others, especially uh-huh. children, it seems. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, God, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, so Carolyn eventually with the daughter or the mother, I'm sorry, is eventually possessed by Bathsheba and Ed and Lorraine um, find her in the cellar trying to stab her own daughter. And um, they tie her to a chair. Ed does an exorcism. There's more to this, but um, he uh, he performs it himself because there was enough time to get it approved by the Catholic Church. And um, so anyway, um, for every paranormal investigation Ed and Lorraine did, they would keep a little artifact. Why would you do that? Because they're amazing. Because they like, cry. Okay, I'm sorry, but I just have to for a second. Mm-hmm. Because they literally take such responsibility. I've seen documentaries, especially like Lorraine, like who, by the way, in this documentary I watched one time, she literally raises prize chickens. It's the best. Oh my god! I mean, she's fucking amazing but they literally they would be like we have to take this so that it never ends up in the wrong hands again they like oh. are protecting everyone so it's not like a um uh what's like when when murderers oh, keep something trophy. a trophy room yeah That's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's kind of trophy ishy ishy but gotcha. but it's mostly like protecting and mm-hmm. so like the movie annabelle yes is about, about them too because it's a real that. doll it was a raggedy ann doll uh, but they didn't oh my god that's gonna show go like (laughs) my face is so red now because i got so stupid we're so sensitive oh don't worry that was just the most minor noise ever (laughs) of um (laughs) our engineer's foot hitting a paper bag (laughs) sorry veronica i feel like we scared you (laughs) i need ice Okay. Um, Annabelle, the doll. So I did not know that Annabelle was based off of this couple again. Mm -hmm. And I submitted to be a puppeteer on Annabelle, um, not knowing what it was about, but they needed a puppeteer for the doll. I know. And so I was like, I can do that. (laughs) Could you imagine? I'd be terrible. It would have been awful because, you know, it's the same series. Annabelle, it's the same. It's in the Conjuring series. I had, yes, I've learned this now. Freaking forget that shit. Hey, Anna. Okay, so anywho, so they they did take um, a music box from this family's house to add to the collection of items that he and Lorraine, that that the couple saved from past cases. Um, In the movie, I guess this is the end of the movie, it inexplicably opens and plays music until the screen cuts to black. So that's basically the plot of the movie, which is based off of the real real events. Mm -hmm. So this is haunted stuff from the movie. So uh, it stars Via. I didn't write it down. Vera Farmiga. Vera Farmiga and another man. Oh, Patrick. I wrote it down. Patrick. Patrick. Swayze. Swayze. It's not Swayze Stewart. Uh, the director is James Wan. I think W A N. Yeah. Wan. Um, okay, so here are some stories from the haunted set. So they filmed on location uh, in North Carolina and also on a set on stage four at Warner Brothers, which is apparently oh, soups haunted. Wow, yeah, neat. yeah. So the director said, um, these are just some stories from the set. Late one night, um, the director worked on the script. His new puppy started staring at an empty corner in his home and gave it a vicious growl. Then the dog's head started slowly following something all across the room while James Wan could see nothing. 
And then when they were working on stage four at Warner Brothers, he says, at the end of the soundstage, there were these huge curtain drapes. They started swaying on their own. They just kept moving. None of the doors were open. The air conditioning was switched off. They just moved all on their own. He said to himself, on my other films, he did Saw and Insidious. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I'm such a, I'm like a. I don't know how to pronounce words. It's hard. It's 3 like, p.m. I'm like your mom today. <laughs> Insidious. Insidious. Spell it out. Sound it out. Insidious. Spell out English, which makes no sense. It really doesn't. My mom used to always say to me. I'd be like, how do I spell this? And she'd go, go look it up in the dictionary. And I'd be like, bitch, how am I going to look it up if in you the don't dictionary know how to if I don't know how to spell it. it? I said that to my teachers, too. They didn't like that answer, though. But it's so true. I think that's, that's so true. That's mom and teacher for leave me we the don't fuck know. alone. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so he said on my other films, it was comforting to tell myself those things weren't real. I'd, I would just I had just made them up. But for The Conjuring, I didn't have that luxury. So Vera Farmiga, who played Lorraine Warren... Uh, she says, um, so when she received the script, she opened up her computer to read it. She saw something on the screen that made her skin crawl. Five claw marks across the screen. No, no. Oh, my God. Farmiga said, I don't know how. Excuse me. I have to turn the page. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I do know I hadn't dropped the computer. My children didn't step on it. So I closed it, put it away, and my brain went berserk. And then when they started filming, she began waking up between 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. No. every morning no. from the moment they started to work on The Conjuring. This time of day slash night is commonly known as the demonic hour. I did not know this. Guess what time we started today? Oh, 3 p.m. Um, it has been a significant focal point of movies, including The Exorcism of Emily Rose and The Conjuring. Even weirder, The Conjuring itself features the witch who died during that specific time frame. The actress continued to have trouble sleeping even after the movie wrapped. Mm. Once again, poor Vera had spooky issues on set. This is from another source. Farmiga later revealed that quite literally the day after she completed her work on The Conjuring, she woke up with three claw mark bruises across her thigh. That's a quote. No. Direct quote from her. The fact that the marks looked as though they'd been made by long fingernails was what really freaked her out. Oh. And she said that they looked like bruises though but they were in the shape of as if yeah. someone's long fingernails created Aww. them but they were like a series yeah. of little bruises um so those are her stories so other stories um the screenwriters um they actually worked with the real life lorraine warren on the script and when they were on the phone with her their conversations would get cut off by strange demonic sounds and static after a few moments of this the line would go dead and that would repeatedly happen <sighs> Um, Joey King, who played one of the daughters, ended up covered in strange bruises all over her body after a few weeks of shooting. King was too young to do any of her own stunts, so she had not done any stunts or had nothing had hit her over the course of filming. Uh, they just kind of dot, dot, dot showed up. Oh. When the real life Perrin family came to visit the set in North Carolina, a strange wind whipped through the set. Not very odd until you consider the trees did not move at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> so during that same visit, so this visit was really fucking weird. So during that visit, the uh, screen, one of the screenwriters recalled how in the style of an actual horror movie, one of the real parent children told him straight out, something really bad is going to happen out here today. 
And then later on that day, their mother, Carolyn, fell and broke her hip. Um, during the same visit, one of the producers detailed how on the purpose-built set at the Warrens of the Warrens' room where mm-hmm. they kept all their little artifacts yeah. and knickknacks that they took from their cases, uh, there was a particular piece um, that wouldn't stay still. It was a wooden pig. And now this is props, you know, right. in a on a set. Um, a wooden pig kept moving all around the room. He said it would be there. We'd come back, and it would have moved over there, and there was no zero reason for it. So the Warner Brothers set had to be blessed by a priest. Duh. <laughs> uh, and they also had it blessed for Conjuring Part 2, which I did not know existed. So I, I like that one even better, I think. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's fun when sequels are even better than the original. Yeah. So uh, the the Warner Brothers set was blessed by a priest, and um, but that did not stop sounds of drilling and hammering underneath the stage when there was no one working so according to warner brothers security guard johnny matuk who doubles as a real life ghost hunter the stage is seriously haunted hello we need to go meet johnny i mean that's kind of like an ideal like work-life balance right there right you get to work on like a lot you get to work both jobs at the same time you're Mm -hmm. doing your security guard work but you're also ghost hunting at the same time it's like how ghost hunters shout out uh they're by the day they're plumbers they work for roto-rooter right and so frequently when they're hunting they'll be like this isn't ghostly they just have bad plumbing well it. <laughs> it's just old old pipes. <laughs> oh my god, that's so true. Uh, so I wrote, "What? Yeah, stage four in the Warner Brothers lot, built in 1926, is super haunted. But apparently, the ghosts are uh, generally benign, and they're tricksters, and they're mostly former employees who now haunt the stage. So mm. they're just heard doing like work <laughs> all the time, even though there's nothing going on." Uh, so that's um, how The Conjuring uh, had some really weird shit happen to their actors and on the set and um, had to get blessed by a priest. I think we should definitely watch this movie together. Aww. I will hold your hand the whole time okay. slash record you and make fun of you later. <laughs> I'm so scared. I watched the preview of that. My friend at work was like, you need to watch Zach what's his face from ghost adventures oh. directed and oh, produced yeah. this movie about this possessed house in like idaho or something and i was like oh okay and i was homesick last week and i watched the preview i was like nope i can't no i got so scared of the preview yeah, yeah. oh but it does look really good it, that's one's on youtube right um it's on netflix oh, it? actually my yeah. sister-in-law sent me something one of the go- that i think zach directed that's that's on youtube so yeah this one oh maybe it's available on youtube too she said she watched it on um oh on itunes yeah it's called um demon house yeah Straightforward. it's on itunes she said it's um very interesting so anyway i'm like not watching it without tammy <laughs> Because you can do this. I can do this. So hot, I get man. so excited. I get so scared and I get so sweaty. So I did Poltergeist. And I did Poltergeist because I already knew so much about it. But then I learned so much more. It was so exciting. Cool. I don't know anything about it. Um, Is it based on a real story? Since you didn't. No, it's based on a novel. Okay. Oh, cool. Stephen King? No, actually. Huh. Um, I don't know who wrote the novel. I just know this. That's cool. Uh <laughs> Source my brain. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one. Um, so the plot of Poltergeist, which I didn't write down, I'll just tell you. Um, 
Basically, there's a family that lives in a new development in a suburb of California. Um, the dad sells the houses in the development. It's all fresh, you know, phase one, phase two kind of stuff. Oh, is it 70s also? Uh, it's 1982. Oh, my God, my year of birth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except for when I want to tell people that I'm younger. Yeah. It is not my year of we'll birth. We'll cut this out. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I won't. I never cut anything out. Uh, <laughs> so um, it's a family of five, mom, dad, and three children, 16, 8, and 4. Mm-hmm. Or 5, I guess. Um, they, uh, you know, typical suburban family. Uh, the little girl starts talking to, after uh, the TV, the sign-off, that doesn't happen anymore. But at the end of the night, the um, station would sign off, you know, play yeah. the national anthem, and then it would go to static. Yeah. And the little girl starts talking to what she calls the TV people. Oh, shut up. Uh-huh. During the static? Yes. Oh, no, no. Then they start, like, weird stuff starts happening around the house. Um, utensils are bent um chairs are stacked up and there's literally a spot in the kitchen where you put something in the circle and it goes sliding across the room (gasps) so one night there's a terrible storm this terrifying tree reaches in pulls out the little boy while they're outside trying to save him carol ann carol ann the little girl yeah gets sucked into her closet oh my god disappears i hate closets and they can only hear her through the television (gasps) going Oh my god! I can't see you. Okay, you're scaring me. Good, because (laughs) Ghost Pines one. I totally forgot when I was watching this movie because I used I usually watch it every year, but I didn't have a TV for around Halloween. I didn't have a TV this year, so I have a TV now. So I was like, I'm gonna fucking watch this movie. Um, I forgot that I sob during so much of it because, first of all, it's just a great movie. There's so much funny stuff there's so much like it's a like an american family the kids feel so real mm-hmm. um and then also it is truly a horrifying story about parents who have lost a child and can't get her back and i mm-hmm. sob Aww. the whole time like literally they're like baby mommy's here mommy's here i'm just like <laughs> and like okay so she goes in they bring in a paranormal investigating team from ucla they have to call in the big guns mm. and it's Oh, I didn't write her name. Basically, it's that tiny little woman who comes in and is psychic and sounds like this. I forget what her name. She has one name. It's like Termiga or something like that. Um, And she's the one that says all the great stuff like, this house is clean, which is why my drink is very funny. Um, It is now. Okay, great. I'm just very sensitive. Um, So uh, she comes in. They end up sending the mom into the vortex because they find that the vortex goes in through the closet and comes out in the living room. So uh, they send her in. She gets the baby Aww. and comes out. And that little girl's the most precious little girl in the entire world. Hi, mommy. Aww. Oh, my God. It's so cute. Um so then literally, like, the next scene, they're, like, packing up to leave. They're like, ha-ha, yeah, let's get out of here. Um the dad goes to quit his job, um, and uh, while he's out, um, guess what? What? House is not clean. <gasps> it starts again. Oh, my God. Very suddenly. It starts dividing the family and trying to, like, get them, right? It's so scary. Oh, my god! The effects are so 80s. It's amazing. But, like, some of it's really good. Yeah. Um, some of the effects actually are still good. 
But um, it's so scary. It's so terrifying. And of course, the worst part, I just know all the little girls' lines. She literally, she's looking at the closet and she goes, no more. Oh, I know. It's the most heartbreaking thing in the entire world. Didn't the actress who played her die weirdly? And well, young? oh, we're going to get to is that. Is that or is that not my topic? Sorry. Today? Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's the thing everyone knows about it. So Yeah. Um, if I know something about yeah. it, then everyone knows. <laughs> well, there's, I mean, I knew that part, but there's a lot more. Oh, I my God. Know. Oh, my God. So long story short, not really. Um. They uh, bodies start popping up out of the ground because it turns out the development they moved the headstones, but they left the bodies. Didn't you, you son of a bitch? That's correct, T. Nelson. You you moved the headstones, but you left the bodies, didn't you, you son of a bitch? It stars Craig T. Nelson. Yes, he's oh so gosh. good in it too. It's really good. Amazing. Um. Oh shit! Yeah. I thought you were gonna tell me the old classic mm-hmm. ancient Indian mm-hmm. burial ground, but no. Oh, so, uh, and there's actually a line in it that I almost wrote down where the the developer goes, because he's like, yeah, we'll move this cemetery. It's no problem. And he goes, this isn't some kind of native tribal burial ground. They're just people. And I was like, Jesus. Whoa. (laughs) Gross. Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, you're not supposed to like that character. So, um, so anyway, the family flees and the house literally eats itself. It's great. It like folds in on itself and disappears. It's amazing. What? Yeah. Okay, See, you can't trust new construction. Everyone thinks it's safe because it's not haunted because it's new. Uh-uh. Cannot. Uh-uh. Especially uh-uh. greedy motherfuckers. Greedy motherfuckers. Okay. okay. So here are, I've literally got like seven things to tell you about how haunted this place is. Oh my God, I'm ready. Um, okay. Here's a couple of things. So they feel like it, the set was definitely cursed. There's a curse of poltergeist. They made three poltergeist movies, okay? Um... Lou Perryman uh, was a very small role in the film. He plays a construction worker. They're putting in a pool um, as one of the subplots is they're getting a pool put into the the house. Mm -hmm. And um, he plays a construction worker. This was much later after the film, uh, but he was 67 years old. He was from Texas. Hey. Um, he was The actor? uh Uh-huh. Okay. He was literally kind of just walking down the street one day when he was axe-murdered. What? Yeah, like just a random guy having a schizophrenic attack or something just fucking axe murdered him. Oh my god. Yeah. So Aww. Yeah. Jesus, that's horrifying. Yeah, exactly. Where was this? In Texas? Yeah, it was in, in it was in Austin. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he he'd been kind of a character actor in a couple of things. Um, but yeah, nonetheless. God. Okay, so then um let's see. Oh, why did it not say his name? Oh, no, I copied it wrong. I didn't write his name down. Now I feel really bad. Well. Okay. The, there uh, in Poltergeist 2, mm-hmm. um, there's an actor. He's the guy that plays Chief Bromden in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. He's that very tall Native yes. American actor. Yeah. Okay. So he was in Poltergeist 2. Okay. Um, he comes on set and is like, uh, this feels real cursed. Oh, shit. So he actually um, did a... Uh, like a like a exorcism, like kind of a Native American cleansing, spiritual oh, cool. kind of a thing. And everyone on set said they felt immediately better um, for a little while. And then things started getting gross again. Mm-hmm. He actually died at the age of 53. Um, this was just a little bit after the movie. Um, he got this like terrible disease that caused him to basically waste away <gasps> and basically starve to death. 
Jesus. He actually technically died of kidney failure. Um, he had a lung and a heart transplant, but literally his body, he just wasted away and just died. Oh. Isn't that insane? Wow. Okay. He was like a big guy too. Yeah. Wasn't he like tall yeah. and he pink. just yes, he just Aww. yeah, wasted away and died. Yee. Um Oliver Robbins, who plays the little boy, the one that gets pulled out, um, also a terrible thing happens to him with a clown doll. In the movie? Mm-hmm. So there's a clown doll in the mm-hmm. movie. Um mm-hmm. and at one point during the movie it attacks him. I okay. don't like dolls. I don't like clowns. I don't like clown it's dolls. It's very scary. That sounds bad. Okay, so uh, making me he watch this shit was reportedly attacked on set by the mechanical clown. It was a scene in which he was supposed to be struggling with the clown, but it malfunctioned and choked him. Oh my god! Because the scene was meant to show a struggle, many members of the cast allegedly thought his reaction was acting, and it wasn't until he began to turn blue <gasps> that they intervened. And this kid—I mean, he's like eight, maybe like eight or nine. Oh, um, my God. And it just started choking him, and he didn't. Yeah. It actually was possessed. I mean. Yeah. This is why they wanted a puppeteer for Annabelle. <laughs> um, okay. Here's another one. Uh, one of the most famous scenes features Jo Beth Williams' character, Diane, that's the mom, mm-hmm. falling into the family pool, and it's filled with skeletons. Okay, so this is towards the end. She's literally, like, she falls in. It's when she's alone. And this is kind of the big scene of the movie. Skeletons start popping out of the pool, right? Um, you might not know that those skeletons are actually real. How? What? The actor sure didn't. She says, in my innocence and naivete, I assumed that these were not real skeletons. I assumed that they were prop skeletons made out of plastic or rubber. I found out, as did the crew, that they were using real skeletons because it's far too expensive to make fake skeletons out of rubber. That's inviting so much bad juju. I just want to say, what is the plot of Poltergeist? Um, Being disrespectful to skeletons causes bad things to happen. So they literally fucking did that. <laughs> what is wrong with oh did they not read God. their own script? Oh my! To God. save a few bucks, they oh, used real bodies. Wow! You you moved the headstone. <laughs> you moved the headstone. Uh, um, they weren't rubber. You son of a bitch. Yeah, um, I learned that with the Conjuring stuff. That like just by I think some expert was like, yeah, just by writing mm-hmm. like stuff like this yeah. can open it up. Yeah. Just by writing it. So, so oh, yeah. that's interesting. I actually cut this out a little bit for time, so I'll throw it in there very quickly. The guy that wrote the book. Mm-hmm. As he was writing it, um, he wrote a line that was literally like a cursed lightning flashed through the sky and out of nowhere a bolt of lightning hit his house. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Power in words. Yeah. Like it wasn't even stormy. It just like hit him. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay. So um, this actress, um, Jo Beth Williams, the, the mom who is just phenomenal in this movie. Again, just everyone's so good. Mm. Please watch Poltergeist. Um, she said at, she would go home frequently after being on set. She'd go home and all of the pictures in her house would be tilted. <gasps> and she'd straighten them out and then go to work and then come home and they'd all be tilted again. She was probably taking shit home uh-huh. with her, like attached to her. Okay. Oh, God. Oh. So then here are two of the more well-known um, parts um so poltergeist was released in june of 1982 in november of that year 22 year old dominique dunn who played dana who's the family's oldest daughter was murdered um she was strangled in her own driveway by her abusive (sighs) ex-boyfriend 
Um, yeah, he choked her. She passed out. She went to the hospital. She died five days later. Um, yeah. She was only 22. She was only 22. Um, and yeah, and it happened like just a couple months after the movie was released. Um, it was, yeah, she was at a, a she was at her house. She had somebody there. He showed up. She went outside to kind of confront him and he choked her to death. Oh my God. And so she's actually, well, it, it doesn't matter, but she's kind of famous, but, oh. um, you know, Dominic Dunn. Yes. That's her dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I know, but like she definitely, she was good too. I mean, could have had a great career probably. And then, uh, the most famous, the untimely passing of Poltergeist's iconic young star is perhaps the most convincing case for a cursed curse. Heather O'Rourke, AKA Carol Ann. Uh, was incredibly young when she died of cardiac arrest and septic shock caused by a misdiagnosed intestinal issue. Ah. Um, she died in February 1988 at the age of 12. <gasps> and it was several months before the release of Poltergeist 3, which was the final. Oh, my. Is she in all three? She's in all three of them. And then they had a real hard time because they had this movie coming out and this 12-year-old had just died. And so people were trying to be like, we want to promote it, but we don't want to be exploitative. Yeah. Yeah. So she had been having issues um, and then she was misdiagnosed with Crohn's disease. Mm. So they treated her with prednisone and it wasn't that. It was an intestinal blockage. And so she just one day was very, very sick, couldn't stop throwing up. They took her to the hospital and she died of an intestinal blockage, a septic shock and cardiac arrest. Yeah, and she was only twelve, so, so it's and she's just she's just perfect. She's just perfect Aww. in this movie, and yeah, it's re- it's really really sad. It's but so like all of these deaths were very unusual, mm-hmm. and all of them were very very untimely. Yeah, like there were a couple of people who you know they said I, I don't know it felt like they were kind of throwing them in. A couple of people died of cancer very mm-hmm. soon after they were in the film and stuff like that. It was a little like eh, well you know yeah. unfortunately there's a lot of cancer running around. Right. Um, right. Yeah. But yeah. So they they think they think there's definitely a curse on it, um, and uh, oh damn! I know it's it's sad, but it's also like well they 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 did a remake. I will just straight out be like, I didn't see it. I don't need to see it. You don't need to remake Poltergeist. Like when did they do that? Uh, like 2015. Oh like, really? Yeah. I never something it. like that. Yeah. Oh. It, 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 so I had no interest, but the I think it was already pretty well known that it was a cursed set yeah um and so the director of that one was like yeah we're having a lot of trouble here too and i'm like i don't fucking nope. believe you no you're I just trying to get attention all. yeah i think so too mm-hmm. you just want people to see it um i would if you so it's like the poltergeist series was super um successful they're making poltergeist four mm-hmm. they ask you to star in it what do you do pass or accept the offer. Accept and then immediately spend all of my money um, just frivolously because I know I'm about to die. Oh, yep. Good one. Good one. Thank you. That's a great answer. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. I feel like maybe I would accept and then like the anxiety would just kill me before anything else did. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you could? I feel like I would go in fighting. You know what I mean? I think I would just be yeah. covered in crystals all day. Right. Saging, like, mm-hmm. like just bathing in sage, going to, like, see a witch maybe to get things clear, take a psychic. Like, I would hire yeah. a psychic to, like, I'd yeah. be like, to be like, I need my makeup person, my hair person, and my psychic. <laughs> like, yeah. And <laughs> the makeup person has to be psychic. The hair person has to be psychic. <laughs> yeah. has, everyone has to be psychic and good witches. And that would be really, there are so many, just by doing this topic, realize Holy shit, there's so many haunted and cursed movie sets yeah. and studios. It's really creepy. 
I like it that we get to do this because I like because we live in LA, so it's kind of like it's fun. It feels a little like yeah, insider. And you always think that like movie studios are haunted because they're so old. All of the studios out here are old. Like, um, you know, I worked at Universal, and I was like, this has got to be really haunted, mm-hmm. right? But there's always so much activity, and there's so much noise, and there's you never feel like you're alone because the it's soundstage is so vast that you don't even think like. I don't know if you just feel another presence, you just assume someone's there. It's that thing like, too of like but, you know, that idea of new construction, but it's like everything gets built up and torn down and built up and torn down. Right. You know, like yeah. hundreds of times in a year. Yeah. So it feels like new construction, but really, I mean, it's it's been there for so long. I know. And I um our sound stages at Universal are super old and you, it was the first so I think they were the first stages ever in Hollywood. And because the, the Universal opened in 1913 or 1912 or something, so it's crazy old. And it said that the most haunted when I was just researching, and the most haunted sound stage was stage 28. And as I was a tour guide, I was like, I don't remember where stage 28 was, and re- came to realize. So it is the most haunted. It is super old. It's where like Bella Lugosi or Bella Lugosi, oh yeah, and the Boris Karloff, mm-hmm. um, uh, like they did all the monster of Dracula and Frankenstein, and so. Um, those they, that's where like a lot of those move, monster movies were filmed, and come to find out though that that soundstage has been torn down because they keep expanding the park. So oh. guess what? Whatever ride is going there, Harry Potter. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think that oh, is. Dude. I think yeah, because aren't they building? Aren't they going to expand and do like what they did in Florida? I think that they'll try. Yeah, I they they built. They tore down a lot recently. On my last year there, they tore, tore down a lot and they rebuilt some new sound stages. Mm. So I'm assuming too that those sound stages are going to be haunted because, you know, you can't, you can't, you can tear down the walls, but you can't like tear away the energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know actually what I was trying to say. <laughs> I like know what I wanted to say, but energy can't be created nor destroyed. Something like that. That was very right? scientific. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you want to hear a little bit more? I do. Because um, in my Haunter hoax, my Haunter hoax, there's only one today, folks. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to drink some more wine and maybe uh, I'll think of one. It's good. I really enjoy and it. Oh, God. 3 p.m., man. It is the be. I can't speak. And it's okay. Maybe this happens at 10 a.m. too. But do you want some? Yeah, more? just a skosh. A skosh. A little skosh, please. Just like a finger. Yeah. Hey. You, have, very, you must have very Irish tiny poor. fingers. <laughs> Get over I here, do. The little baby fingers. <gasps> I don't want to take this home with me. So. Ooh yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. You know how like everyone like especially in offices or whatever they're like oh 3 p.m. is when I hit my slump. You know it's when I need my coffee break and da da da. Three now that I know three a.m. and three p.m. are bewitching hours. I didn't know that that they were like cursed hours. Well, I was just hoping that maybe ghosts observe a twenty-four hour, um, so they don't consider they consider this fifteen o'clock, not you know. Oh, that's so maybe a good we'd one. be safe. So just three a.m. Yeah. Did I do math right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tasting like hints of cacao. Mm. Um, do you taste oh, it? My. Just a just a smack of ghost. <laughs> <laughs> A, a little wisp <laughs> of a lady in white. Uh, okay, so guess what other studio is cry cry haunted? No surprise. 
It backs up to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Oh, Paramount? Yeah, y'all. So I just was doing like, it seems like security guards have the most stories. Um, So Paramount Studios is apparently the most haunted because it backs right into the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Um, Big fan of that cemetery. I spend a lot of time there. I've never felt weird. Uh, yeah, actually, I feel the same way. I visited. I haven't done the screening, uh, which I definitely. I'm. Oh yeah, we're this year doing, we're doing it doing this it. year. Oh yeah, because um, I know you guys go all the time. I um, I haven't been before, but I've been just to visit. My my mom was in town. We we came oh, and, cool. and walked through it, and I did. I got good vibes there. Yeah, I really did. Me too. Me too. It seems like the bad vibes like go across the fence to Paramount. <laughs> They're like, oh wait, this is where I belong. I oh my god, do you think they moved the headstones? But they left the bodies. <laughs> Get Craig T. Nelson on the phone. I literally was like yelling that at my TV. <laughs> um, okay, so this is just silly, frivolous. Um, which of the following banshees and booze topics are buried at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery? Okay, you're so excited. <gasps> Tammy's so excited right now. Okay, so um, it is Marilyn Monroe, Elizabeth Short, the Black Dahlia, Griffith J. Griffith, or Sarah Winchester, owner of the Winchester House, buried at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. All former topics. This is wild speculation. I'm going to go with Griffith J. Griffith. You're right! Yay! Yes! The only one I knew wasn't was Marilyn because she's over in Oak for- Forest Lawn. She's Oak- somewhere in Westwood, I think. Oh, she's really? more on the wet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like Forest Lawn has so many celebrities, yeah. though. Oh, no, she might I think be it's in Forest, Forest Lawn. Lawn. That place, yeah, because she's because remember somebody bought the plot next to her. Oh, really? Yeah, no, smart. No, but like I was mad about it when I read about. It. Did I make this up? I don't was know. Was it Marilyn? Somebody bought the plot next to her and is literally like spending eternity with her, kind of against her will. Oh, it's Marilyn or somebody. That's awful. Surprise, you know I'm gross, dude. I will look this up and I will remember next week to tell you guys what it was. Okay, I won't. But if I – no, uh, see, I edit the podcast, so maybe I'll remember now. I'll make a note. Yeah, it's not fair. Tammy gets to edit, so I have no say. And uh-huh. well, if I ever sound, like, silly or, like, <laughs> forgetful it's or, like, all I don't well. speak properly, like, English, you know, sentences, it's all Tammy's editing. Because, editing. Mm-hmm. like, actually I sound, like, cry-cry intelligent. I have to – yeah, there's a, war, no. there's a war on women, specifically Amy. It's not waged safe. By me. Not safe to be a woman. Safe to be a woman in editing. <laughs> well, sorry that you didn't do a haunter hoax because now you're also going to hear my voice again because I have the ghost and personal. I'm so excited. I didn't read it because I wanted you to scare me. Yeah. And guys, come on. This is the only one we've received in our email. So, well, sec- second yeah. next to your girlfriend. Yeah, um, so this was, you know him? Tori? Yes. T-A-U-R-I? Ish. Tori-ish? We are. No. Oh. <laughs> Right, right. It's pronounced Tori-ish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see. I see that now. So Tori has uh, – Tori J has his own podcast. Oh, yes. It's called Missing Out. It's the Missing Out podcast. You can subscribe to it on iTunes. I'll get to that later. So anyway, it's super short and sweet. Uh, I'm just going to read the email. So he says, hello. My name's Tori J. Miller, and I wanted to share my ghost story. I saw two ghosts one strange evening when I was a resident assistant at San Francisco State. A decade or so prior, my floor was the site of a murder-suicide in which a man brought a shotgun and killed his girlfriend and himself in some dumb fit of typical dude bullshit. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? 
So one night I am awoken by what sounds like crying. And when I open my eyes, I see a man standing on oh. the other side of the room. No. I'm scared. No. I just got chills up my neck. Oh. Oh, okay. I see a man standing on the other side of the room and a girl sitting on my couch weeping. Fuck, you saw two of them? Yeah, both. Both of them were there. She's crying, sitting down on the couch, and the man is standing above her. And Tori says, who are you? And they both disappear. Oh, my God. No, I've got chills up my right side again. Why do they only happen on the right? I am some. Okay, can I just because I just said about somebody got they had against their will spent the afterlife with somebody they didn't like. Yes, and look, this poor <gasps> ghost girl. Because they died at the exact same spot at the same time through the same weapon, that and now they're both fucking girl. trapped. Oh, that sucks. I would really want to help her cross over. Yeah. That would be – oh, so wait. Let me get to the – this is cry cry. All okay. right. So he says, who are you? And they both disappear. A poster on the wall falls directly into the spot where the girl was sitting. No. Oh, shit. So he said – he writes, it was odd and quite unsettling. They never came back, but I have to assume it was that couple still reaching out for help after all these years. Aww. And that's my story. No need for anonymity. Um, you can <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah, I know. I'm like, shit, because Tammy edit. Uh, so, yeah, you could find Tori J on the Missing Out podcast. It's on iTunes. And you can follow on Twitter at Missing Out Cast. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Oh my God, that's so scary. Oh shit. I, God, I responded to this email and I said, (laughs) she's got a printout. I said, hi, Jay. Oh, (laughs) his name's Tori J. Miller. And I was like, Jay, thank you so much. Well, you guys are just so intimately connected. (gasps) You've shared this. Shit. Uh, Tori, I'm really sorry about (laughs) that. I called you Jay. That's not your name. Uh, and that was a month ago. My bad. Um, his name's Tori, Tori J. Miller. Oh, shit. Uh, I was actually just like so scared that I was like not seen straight and I wrote the wrong name. (laughs) See, this was all me editing. Uh, yeah, Tammy edited like, (laughs) I edited her email before she sent it. (laughs) It just always has to get me. I'm more than just a dumb brunette. Um, super creepy. Thank you, Tori. God. Guys, we need more stories. Don't make me bring more of mine in. I'm trying to wait. Yeah. I'm trying to hold hold them off. I have a running list, but I want to like... I mean, I think everyone's just waiting because we haven't heard about the Lowe's bathroom one yet. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Next week? Okay. I'll bring it. I'll bring it. Okay, great. Next week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. The Lowe's bathroom it is. Well, you know what? Maybe we need an episode on haunted bathrooms. Because they seem it's to every, be every every, every bathroom. bathroom. I got so scared peeing here earlier because, you know, there's no light. There's no yeah. natural light at all. So even though it's bright as day outside, like it's dark as shit when the lights are out in here. And, and Bright as day and dark as shit. <laughs> How dark is your shit? <laughs> it's not as dark as that hallway, I'll tell you that much. Um, and if it is, you got some problems. It means you've been drinking a lot of arsenic wine. <laughs> <laughs> I got really, really, really scared just now. I don't know why, because bathrooms are haunted, but also, like, it's so dark that I couldn't find the light switch. And mm. I was going to call you, but then I was like, no, Amy, figure it out. You're not a baby. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. And I was, like, touching the walls. And I was like, I know the light switch is here somewhere. And I Amy. was actually just going to give up and be like, I'll just have to hold it for the whole pot because I was so scared. And then I got this idea in my head. And don't get any ideas, okay? But the light switches are on the outside of the bathroom. <sighs> 
it, don't do it. It was but like, what if? It was like that in my grandparents' house. I it, hate it was, that. And man, it was just you, if you walk down that hallway, just turn it off. <laughs> can you hear? God damn it! <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much because anyone can just turn that light off, and I'm stuck midstream and doors. Oh, I don't want. I don't like that. Amy, I know no. you called yourself a baby, but you know what? I'm a baby. You're my baby, <gasps> and you can always call me if you're scared to pee in this bathroom. And you'll never turn the light off on me while I'm on the toilet. I. Cannot promise. That. <laughs> but what I can I can tell you, I can promise you, I would think about it really hard before I did it. <laughs> can you ask for more than that? Can you ask for more than that? Because I'm your baby tonight. <laughs> You're my baby. That's not Whatever you want from me, turn off the lights when I pee. Oh. I'm your baby tonight. <laughs> It's time. We've had some wine. <laughs> Why do I sweat so much during this podcast? You see what my cheeks do every year. Yeah, man. It's your f- fight or sweat response. Thought ghosts were supposed to make you yeah. cold. Wow. No, no. Well, no, no. Uh, not this girl. Hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy? If you see a ghost... It, make sure that it's not your engineer who's kicking a paper bag. <laughs> perfection kick the bag just don't kick the bucket we need you <laughs> perfect oh god right. i'm sweating again okay. all right thanks guys bye, bye. <laughs>